Is hers? Tell me! I... Yes, I, I think it... Yeah. How to get burned? How to get burned? I, how to get burned? How to get burned? I don't know! Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name's Eric. Across from me is Arwen. We're going to talk about a movie. We're a podcast. We just discuss movies. Yeah? Yeah, we talk about movies, movie trailers. We sometimes review movies. Like, not really. Review. I don't think we We give a review. I mean, we'll say, hey, I I like this movie, or hey, this movie sucks. We've only done one movie that really sucks, though. The Meg. No, Teen Wolf. No, The Meg. No, Teen Wolf. No, The Meg. I kind of feel like Teen Wolf was worse than The Meg. Eh, it's okay to be wrong. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. Or you can follow us on Twitter. We are at FuntimeMovies1. This week, I did a poll, and I said, hey, guys, what what do you want us to see uh, this week, right? And I put two movies down. I put uh, The Wicker Man, uh, the 2006 Nicolas Cage Wicker Man. Yeah, not the, not the Christopher Lee one. Yeah. Or uh, Taxi Driver, starring Robert De Niro. I'm kind of surprised Taxi didn't win. Taxi Driver. I, I'm kind of surprised too, but hey, here we are doing The Wicker Man. Which I'd never seen before. I watched it passively once, uh, and I must have seen a different version. Um, we'll get into that near the end of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, this is The Wicker Man, 2006, PG-13. So there must be an R-rated version of this There's somewhere. There's an unrated version of it. Ah. And that came out on DVD. Okay. That's where the million memes come from. This is a movie that launched a million memes. I wanted to say that. Because <laughs> it did. Really? Everybody, yeah, Ridiculous Cage. I mean, the whole Nicholas Cage thing. How did it Cage get burned? Thing. How did it get burned? Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's start at the beginning. I couldn't help but laugh during that scene, but yeah, we'll we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> this is directed by Neil Laboot. He directed other things that I've never seen. Oh wait, no, I did see one, uh, Lakeview Terrace with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. I and vaguely I think remember Jake Gyllenhaal. that. Yeah. And he, he's got the house next door, and he's like has all these lights, and the guy's like, oh, our neighbor is a jerk, and they find out he's a cop, so he's like, I better not mess with him. He's a dirty cop. <laughs> oh. And so. I think I vaguely I could, remember I could have it. that plot completely wrong, but I know the two actors are in it, so there you go with that. <laughs> Starring Nicolas Cage, Ellen Burstyn. Burstyn? Burstyn. And uh, Lily Sobieski. Yeah, she's is got Is that it. her last name? Sobieski? 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 I don't know. I, I spelled it Sobieski. So. It might be Sobieski. All I know is that uh, in one movie, I forget the movie, but James Franco like makes fun of her in that movie for mm-hmm. being ugly. Oh, Never Been Kissed. Oh. And then at the end of this movie, James Franco is go- asking her on a date. That is true. Um, who else is a star? Uh, the girl who plays Willow, she looks like a, uh, an Emily Browning type. She's very familiar to me. Um, I, I looked at her IMDb, and I could not figure out any movie that I've ever seen her in. Yeah, there's no L in Lily Sobieski's last name. Sobieski. Sobieski. See, Lily Sobieski. Kate Meehan plays Willow, and 
She was in the Matrix Revolutions as a coat check girl. Yeah. Yeah. She's been in nothing. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, she's been in some weird TV shows, too. But Yeah. Uh, it was nice seeing Frances Conroy yeah. in this movie. Yeah. She is kind of like Nicolas Cage in this situation where she just makes poor choices with her roles, but she's a good actress. Yeah. Because she was in Catwoman as well. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just don't like her choices. I mean, I love her in American Horror Story. Yeah. Um, as the witch. the creepy Oh, witch. yeah. She's hilarious. Or even as the maid. The, the maid hot, was the great. Maid. And I liked her in Six Feet Under, obviously, oh, as yeah. Ruth. Mm-hmm. Um, where I think she made her, her acting was just spot on in mm-hmm. that show. I mean, a show about grief and sadness and and life Mm -hmm. as well yeah so anyway we'll get away from that this is a remake of a much better movie it looked like from the trailers it looked like it looked like so the 2006 wicker man the island is run by women yeah in the 1973 with christopher lee it looked like the men the island was run by men yeah but it also looked like women were incorporated not Kind of like what ha- what we saw in the 2006 version. Right. So, and, and it's all based off of a book. Yes, uh, called uh, Ritual. Ritual. By David Pinner. Yeah. And I never read the book. I never saw the original Wicker Man, even though it had been on uh, YouTube for free, quote, 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 mm-hmm. um, at one point. And then it was on... Uh, I want to say Showtime had it for like months and months and months. And I had it in my queue and I was like, do I want to sit here and watch a movie? (laughs) You know, and I had no interest in it. I saw the trailer yesterday. I was like, why haven't I seen that damn movie? I know. So I really like the idea behind it. You know, Christopher Lee is in that movie and various other people that I recognized Mm -hmm. from, you know, past British cinema. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. All right. So anyway. In this movie, Nicolas Cage plays a motorcycle cop. Yep. And apparently, he's a stunt driver as well. I am surprised that he didn't follow her. Yeah. Um, this is just dumb. Like, <laughs> who are you? Roy Rogers? Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, he's introduced to us in a, like a convenience store or a diner. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at self-help books. VCR tapes, too. Yeah, VCR tapes. Did you see the smoking in the diner? Yeah. I was like, huh. Yeah. Nostalgia. Not that I, I want it, I, but I, it's just funny. I do I do admit that I miss going to a Denny's and smelling cigarette smoke. Ew. You just walk in, you smell bacon and cigarettes. It just reminds me of home. <laughs> <laughs> it just does. At like two in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's, he, you see him writing a couple tickets, you know doing his regular cop shtick mm-hmm. and uh there's lots of foreshadowing with the amount of trucks that go by yeah it's the yeah, same it's amount of trucks like, that yeah, is pet, pet cemetery, cemetery. Yeah. and uh <laughs> you see a doll fall out of a car so he reaches down and picks it up at top speed yeah and he turns on his lights and the lady pulls over and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And it's a little blonde headed girl. She's bored. Apparently they're moving. They got a bunch of moving, you know, a bunch of luggage or something up on the top yeah. rack of the car of their station wagon. And uh, 
and the woman's like, yeah, we're moving, you know. I, she doesn't explain why she's moving or anything like that. They're I don't just think moving. you need to explain that to and, a cop uh, if they pull you over. A truck just barrels on by at first, and he's like, oh, that's frightening. So he gives the doll back saying, you know, we got to keep everybody safe, you know, keep yourself safe and keep everybody safe and don't hurt anybody. And uh, she's like, okay. And then she throws the doll back out into the middle of the road. So he goes to get it, and then the car gets trashed by a truck. And so, like, he goes to the car, and he, like, smashes the back window with his helmet. And uh, there's, like, this little tiny hole that anybody would be shredded in. Exactly. uh, Because of all the glass. Yeah. And that girl's just sitting there staring at him. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then the car explodes. First of all, he could have opened the side door. He could have tried that first. Yeah, there were some flames around there, but it would have been a lot easier to recover from that than going through and shredding your body exactly. with glass. Exactly. So the, the doll is burned. Yeah. And I know how it got burned. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I just put down, creepy girl just stares at him as she dies. (laughs) (laughs) The car wasn't registered in her name. The driver and the child are unknown, is what we find out. Right. And also... And they didn't find the bodies. They didn't find the bodies. So there's that little bit of a mystery. Um, He's receiving mail that, I guess, goes to the police station. So this policewoman comes to his house. Asked him how he's doing, that he he was commended or something like he that. He got a commendation. A commendation. And, uh, and I don't know what for. I guess for letting blonde-headed women die. Well, he attempted to save the people, so... So he's a hero? He's a hero. I gotcha. The woman was blonde as well. Uh-huh. Um, so at first I was like, maybe blonde women. You know, maybe it's all blonde women um. on that island. Oh, uh huh. Later, but it turns out it's not. So that was one. It did thing feel like a very south. odd scene. Like this is just weird. Yeah, but he gets this letter, no stamp. Yep. And it's from some woman that he knows. A picture is involved too of a little blonde-headed girl mm-hmm. who looks very similar to the girl yes. that just died. Um, allegedly died. Allegedly died. And it's that woman's daughter, this woman named Willow, Mm -hmm. Willow Wildwood or something weird like that. Yeah, it was something different. Woodward. Willow Woodward. Okay. It's like alliteration, Willow Woodward. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, everybody out there is named after uh, plants. Plants, trees. Plants, flowers, trees, Mm -hmm. grass. And the little girl's name is Rowan, which I guess is a plant. Is it? It has to be. Everybody's named after plants over there. Hey, Google. is Rowan a plant? I'm not sure, but I found something for it. Is there a Rowan tree? Ah. Uh, no. Thanks. No problem. Thanks, John Legend. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rowan is a tree. Yeah. He has to take a boat out to this island. Well, he has to take a boat <laughs> out to somewhere. He... <laughs> He's got to try and figure out how to get to this island. Yeah, because it's in Washington State. Uh-huh. They say that. And he's a California cop. Yes. So he's way out of his jurisdiction. Yeah. So he's going to investigate a missing child in a different state instead of calling the local police going, hey, I got this letter. This. Yeah. Everything makes sense. 
Um, sure. Uh-huh. We see his PTSD as he's like on the boat and uh, he's looking at a blonde little girl looking In out a red into the sweater. ocean. Yeah. And, and another woman and they suddenly get hit by a truck. You know? Yeah, it's just weird. On the, on the boat. Yeah. And, and so he's like, ah, oh, and he wakes up and, you know. We're... His little fever dreams are kind of hilarious. Yeah. And he's popping these pills the whole movie. He's popping these pills. Yeah. So I don't know if those pills are making him crazy or if they're antipsychotics or if they're sleeping pills. I don't know what they are because maybe, he takes maybe. them at different occasions for different reasons. It's always when he seems to be stressed out. <laughs> It's just so weird, though. Yeah. It's like, they're it's definitely like oh, not- I just woke up. Let me take this pill. Yeah, they're definitely not pain pills. Yeah. But he was waking up from a nightmare. Yeah. Well, there was other times, though. Like, he took one right before he went to bed once and went to sleep. Well, yeah, maybe it helps him sleep. Well, if he did that during the day, that's pretty stupid. Yeah. Ignore that statement. It doesn't make sense. No. So, anyway, I, I don't know what these pills were. They never tell you what they are. They're magic happy pills. Magic happy pills. Uh, but I put down here that he has PTSD. That's obvious. I could I'm, imagine if my you mother, saw that. It my would... mother had PTSD after she had a head-on collision. This girl I know from college, she had uh, PTSD because she was texting and driving and her friend got killed oh. uh, up, in, up in Conway. And so, yeah, there's like different versions of PTSD. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't have to be, like, in the Navy or Army or whatever. No. I said Navy first. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> but you don't have to be in the military to have PTSD. You could be a cop. You could be a normal person. You could just see anything that's yeah. tragic, and it could give you PTSD. Yeah, like the Parkland shooter victims. I mean, a couple of them have committed suicide because of their PTSD. All right, anyway... All right, so he walks up to this <laughs> pilot, and he goes, hey, you going out to that island? He's like, yep. And he goes, can I hitch a ride? And he's like, no, absolutely not. They're private people. You can't do that. Right. And he's like, hey, come on, guy. And he's like, no, you can't do it. And he's like, uh, nice attitude there. So he's like, come on, guy. You know you, know you want to take me out there. And the guy's really, he's protecting his own butt. You know, he's a courier well, yeah. that has to go out to this island of scary people he, he could lose a lot of business if especially yeah. if he's the only courier and uh he made it sound kind of ominous to, to cross these people right so i think he was in the right for you know doing this but anyway nicholas cage says pulls out like two fifty dollar bills he goes how about my friends grant and ulysses change and like mind. his twins yeah and it's like, really? The How much business you do you get? Him, yeah, the next thing you see is him on the island climbing up this huge hill. Yeah, he, he got let off somewhere else. And it's and like, obviously, they realize he's arriving at the same time as the pilot. Come on. Yeah. So this community is pretty close-knit. Yeah, it's like the village. Yeah. Is that what the name was? Uh-huh. The village? The village. Uh, by Shamalima Ding Dong. Yes. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he goes in there and, like, he first meets these two women. Um, these women are scary. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you don't belong here. How did you get here? I bet it was that pilot. Uh-huh. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. I'm just here. I got here of my own volition, whatever. And there's these two dudes holding this tarp or it's sack. It's kind of like a wiggling sack, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, like, moving around. So he's like... What's in the bag? And it's like leaking blood yeah. onto the ground. He's like, what's in the bag? 
what's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? He didn't say that. No, he didn't do it like that. But it was kind of <laughs> funny. And they're like, oh, show him what's in the bag. So they untie the bag. And he goes to look in, but it moves and he, it startles him. So they laugh at him. And mm-hmm. no questions were asked ever again no. about this bag. No. This bag is as mysterious as the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> they serve meat at this bar. Um, Sister Beach, yes, I think her Sister name was. Beach. Uh, big woman. Mm-hmm. Been in a lot of stuff. She's she looks a, she's, so familiar. She looks like an actress that we may have seen in Deadwood, I think, but I don't know. She, I, I went through her IMDb, and it's like Di- Diane D- Delano or something, yeah. I think is her name. And she's been in an episode of everything. This and that. So you've so definitely seen her. Yeah. I liked her character. She was funny. This place doesn't get visitors. No. But they're expecting him, apparently. Because she goes, oh, you must be that cop. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? So, not having watched this movie before, I wasn't sure. I was like, is this a village of witches? I know. You were like, (laughs) I bet there's magic on this island. I was like, really? (laughs) I was like, it seemed like this is a coven. And I'm still not sure. In a lot of ways, it is. Yeah, I'm still not sure that it isn't that. In a way. Well, with the rituals and the, uh, the ri- Yeah, stuff. but that that's that's cult behavior right there. Yeah. Okay. They harvest honey yes. on this island, and this is how the island makes money. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really smart idea, too. It's a perfectly good ocean where they could also, you know, fish, but apparently there's no piers to fish. Because we never see any We fishing. only saw one pier. Yeah. I'm sure they fish sometimes to get food. Right. Um, no boats. That we saw. Yeah, no boats. Well, they don't want anybody getting off the island. Right. Even though they do anyway. There's a reason. We find out he's allergic to bees. He, you see him putting away his EpiPens. We also meet Willow around this point. Yes. Um, Willow is his ex-fiance. And uh, later on we find out that uh, she is. Uh, she was pregnant with his baby. And that's who Rowan is. Is his child. Yeah, it takes a while to get through to that breakthrough. Yeah. He keeps having nightmares and everything. And at one point they go out he goes out onto like the the balcony of the staircase. Um and Sister Beach is talking to these two creepy twins who speak in unison. The blind twins. And they're like, The wicker man has returned or something like that. And I'm like, Oh crap, it's one of those things. Uh-huh. So yeah, creepy twins, man. I, I don't like it. So go back a little bit. Yeah. When he when he first gets to Sister Beach. Yeah. You know he he's asking for a room, mm-hmm. and she's kind of like wants to blow him off. But then eventually she gives him a mead. Yeah. And as soon as he gets done drinking mead, he gets really rude. Yeah, he does. And he just makes a huge scene. He's like, I'm a police officer, and everybody's gonna listen to me yeah. and answer all my questions. I was like, man, this is just not good. No. <laughs> Uh, also to, to talk about mead for a second, mead is a, uh, a drink made from honey. Mm-hmm. It's an alcoholic drink, uh, honey and some sort of spices. Like people put like, uh, what's that stuff you put in the ham? Cloves. Cloves. Mm-hmm. You can put cloves in there or like mint leaves or raisins. Is there wheat in it as well? No, there's no wheat. Really? It's just water, honey, fermented. Interesting. Yeah. And it's usually infused with some sort of uh, spice. Mm-hmm. 
So that's what they drink out there because they have enough honey to do that. I put down here, Lili Sobieski is weird. She's kind of weird in everything she's in. Yeah. I've never seen her in anything, I don't think. She was in this, Never Been Kissed. Yeah. And uh, that one, uh, Armageddon, was it Armageddon? Not Armageddon, the other one where the the meteor was going to come and destroy the earth. Deep and impact. Yes, that one. She I've was in that. I've never seen that. He meets her out in the field again at one point, too. Uh, the, the, that Lily mm-hmm. chick. I don't know what her name was in the movie. But uh, she asks to leave with him. When he's ready to leave, she goes, can I go with you? And he just, like, walks away from her. She's Sister Honey. Sister Honey. That's I don't remember plant. them saying her name ever, They though. never did, I don't think. He walks by a bunch of pregnant women at one point, and mm-hmm. some looked really, really satisfied with their life, and others looked like this was their doom. <laughs> so I don't know what was going on there. Like Pregnancy the, can be both of those things. Yeah, but the director should have had, like, one idea there. Instead, you got a range of emotions on their faces. Mm-hmm. He probably didn't even think about what their facial expressions were, but, like, some were smiling and happy, mm-hmm. and some were like, mm-hmm. I don't like pregnancy. <laughs> You know, well, he, but there was no, no foreshadowing I, I, in that. I though. agree. Yeah. There should have been some subtle foreshadowing in that scene where either they're all happy and euphoric or they're all like sad. Yeah. Um, and in this society, it seems like they would be very happy. Yeah. And then like you see women like in their, I don't know what to call it. Their, uh, what is that? Those sh- beekeeper suits. Yeah. They, those were the creepiest beekeeper suits I've ever yeah, it seen. It looked like, uh, what's that show on Hulu? The, with the ladies with the red hats. Oh, the handmaid's tail? Yeah. Yeah. It's like they were wearing handmaid's tail <laughs> beekeeper suits. Well, you know, they went back to society where, you know, they wore period clothing as well. Yeah. At one point while he's walking around this community, he's helping these men load logs up on a on a trailer and then like one slips and he knocks the guy out of the way and he's like no can i at least get a thank you out of you or something i don't think that's what he said but it was like don't don't you talk or something you know and it's like no haven't you heard none of the men have said a word in this movie yeah none of them have said they're all doing menial jobs they're all laborers of some sort so nicholas cage's last name in the movie is uh malice so his M-A- name is Edward Malice? Yeah, M-A-L-U-S, which is a trick. Uh, I think they say it was Latin for male and phallus. Something oh, like that. Like male phall- and phallus. Okay. Um, also, in certain languages, this, the word means mean or hateful. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look this up yourself and say, Eric, you are totally wrong. So he goes into the schoolroom. Oh, this was such a weird scene. This was, it's not the weirdest scene. It's not, but it was weird. Uh, Yeah. But he goes in there and like this woman who we know from Deadwood. Yes. uh, I like her. Her name is Sister Rose. Mm -hmm. He goes, great, another plant. I know. It's like, man, this guy's (laughs) a dick. (laughs) And uh, he's like, I'm looking for a little girl. She's got like uh, clothes like you would wear and her hair's kind of like what you have. Um, but, uh, no, wait, <laughs> when, when he walks in to the classroom, he just stands there for a minute. Yeah. She's, she's like telling the class something and she goes, and what does this represent? And these two little twin girls go phallic symbol, phallic symbol, phallic symbol. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
oh god they hate men yeah she'd ask what men represent and i was like oh, that's funny yeah and he laughs and i was like oh you are <laughs> you don't know what you just stepped into right and she's very rude to him you know if you were in her position yeah and this man who is obviously just a phallic symbol to you walked into your classroom and started acting like a dill hole right you'd be rude to him too yeah so anyway he's he's asking about rowan you know yes he erases something off the board and puts her name up there yeah passes a picture around everybody's like no i've never seen this girl before i don't know who this is and blah 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 and he sees an empty desk and he points to it he goes whose whose desk is that like there couldn't be just an empty desk. An empty desk, yeah. yeah. Um, and he, oh, this room is full of girls. There's no boys. Yeah, no boys. Um, and he points, and he's walking and pointing at the same time mm-hmm. until he gets to the desk, opens it up, and there's a raven in it. Yeah. For no reason. The little girl said that she was seeing how long they it would stay in there. That's like, dumb. That's dumb. It's like this whole movie is an episode of Punked. <laughs> I really felt like that's what was going on. Yeah. Like the ladies were all punking him. And and, and for all you kids out there, Punked was an MTV show. <laughs> by uh, Ashton Kutcher. By Ashton Kutcher, where he would play pranks on celebrities. You should see the one where he makes uh, uh, Justin Timberlake cry. Oh, it was funny. Okay, so we're back. He meets up with Willow again. She just pops up throughout this movie, right? Oh, they say that Rowan's dead. But sh- they don't say she's dead. She doesn't well, yeah, exist because anymore, he, and he, he's bar- she's buried. Well, uh, uh, he goes through Sister Rose's stuff, you know, to find uh, uh, the attendance record, yeah. and he finds and it. he finds her name. You know, and it's like, dude, you don't have a search warrant. Yeah. You were just acting crazy. Yeah, he's a crazy person. He's insane in this movie. Yeah. I kind of wanted to look up the ritual and see if I could, like, do a quick read through it today. Right. And see how, how close it was, you know. But That'd I have be interesting feeling, to see. Maybe yeah. Maybe we'll do a follow-up uh, podcast. Mini, or at least mini-sode. just, you know, recap of something. But yeah. Yeah. Man, he's just crazy. So he goes out to this uh, burial plot, and he sees a mound of dirt, and he just assumes that's where she's buried. Well, it's fresh. Yeah, it's fresh, but she's been gone for three weeks or so. Shouldn't be that fresh. Rain would have patted that down, you know, and it would have looked a little flatter. It would have, it would have looked different. Yes, I agree with that. But it was just a pile of dirt right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought this scene itself, not not the act, not, not what was going on, but the scenery itself was really interesting. This had been a church, it looked like, at some point. But the church looked like it had been burned down. Yeah, they and, said it was a churchyard. Yeah, and the graveyard, there's the the grass and stuff is it's so like, high. Yeah, it's overgrown. It's overgrown everything. I was like, does nobody die here anymore? No. Typically? I think they get burned. I think they all get cremated. That's interesting. Um so he meets Willow out there and she talks about the crypt and for no reason. She's just like, There's a crypt and he's like, It's got a new lock on it and they're like, Okay, great. It's got a new lock on it. So about this time is where that song from uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto, the It's a Setup song, yeah. starts playing in my oh, head. It's a setup, it's a setup, <laughs> it's a setup. Yeah. And I was like, there's, yeah. there's something wrong here. Yeah, it, there's no, they don't foreshadow subtly. They just smack you in the head with it. Right. Much like Nicolas Cage does to uh, Sister Beach. And before this point, before he'd even gone to... Uh, the school, 
he went through that barn and almost fell on, you know, pitchforks. No, that's later. Is that later? Yeah. I could have sworn that was no, the first night. That's a little later. Um, but that does happen. He falls There's through. There's so much stuff that happens in this uh, movie. He finds out that he's the father at this time. She takes him to her room. Uh, Rowan's room, mm-hmm. and it's just this empty white room. Well, they explain with a desk. Yeah, yeah. At she first said I was... she left for something when she came back. Everything was gone, all her possessions. Yeah, and she I was, was like, gone this too. is dumb. It's like she never existed. And underneath of her desk, there was little draw- drawings. Scary that said, drawings. Help me. Yeah, yeah. Like, scary little drawings. This is weird. This is where you start to see Nicolas Cage's personality and persona. Go to eleven. Yeah, yeah. Because it right now he's like his cell phone doesn't work. No. On this island at all, and uh, so he goes. I need a radio. When's that pilot coming back? Goes out to the and like dock. like almost within the same breath of saying it, you hear yeah the that plane. the the plane coming. And so he goes out there, and the pilot's nowhere to be found. He sits down. Obviously falls asleep because he's so exhausted from all this running around this damn island, and uh, he suddenly like he gets he gets woken up by something tapping underneath of him. He looks down and it's blonde hair, and he just automatically starts shouting at it like like it can hear you. That's a dead body. Yeah, Rowan, Rowan, is that you? Say something. He's trying to help it, so he just dives underneath the dock and uh, gets her, and then he wakes up. And he's like, oh, it was just a dream. Then he looks down, and she, her lifeless body's in his arms, and he's like, ah! Oh! And then he wakes he up again. He drops her, too. So he, he wakes up from a wake-up. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then he says what everybody else is thinking. You know, he's like, damn it! Uh-huh. You know, something like that. <laughs> and uh, the island is he decides, he decides to just go out to the plane. Yeah. Because the plane's just out in the middle of this thing. So I thought it was a very bold move to do this, to take off his gun and yeah, his other and other things and leave them there because we already know that people have gone through his stuff in his room. Oh, yeah. They took his self-help tapes. Yeah. So that gun could have been missing when yeah. he got back, which surprisingly it wasn't. No, no, because this movie makes no sense. So after this, he visits Dr. Moss. Yes. Oh, and the whole time we hear about this matriarch... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Sister Summer's Isle. Sister Summer's Isle. Sounds like a, like a, a douche. feminine yeah, product. Sounds like a douche. <laughs> uh, she kind of is a douche later. But anyway, they keep talking about her. He has no interest in talking to her, obviously, because he's just on his own little quest. He could have gone straight to the horse's mouth or whatever exactly. you call it. Exactly. Instead, and, he and goes around some. the barn. Yeah. So he visits Dr. Moss, and this is uh, Francis Conroy's character. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a physician and something else. She takes the photographs. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, cartographer, mm-hmm. they said. Um, but she's a doctor. We see, like, a doctor's chair, like a dentist's chair in her uh, medical room. Outside at, at the, right above her front door yeah. is also the symbol for the, yeah. for doctor's. So, I mean, yeah. she's she calls herself a doctor, but you don't see her do much doctoring. And when you do, you don't really see what she did. Oh, no. Um, so, he wants to get this picture 
of this Harvest Queen from the, the previous from, year from uh, last year uh, because the one that was supposed to be in Sister Beach's uh, inn mm-hmm. is just missing. It broke. So why do you need an inn if you never get visitors? That is not a question for me to answer. <laughs> So she goes, yeah, I'll get you the picture, you know, no problem. And he goes, you mind if I look around? She's like, oh, absolutely not. Go look around. No, that didn't happen at all. She kicks him out. Yeah. Um, he goes and hides in he the woods. He hides in, like, the plants. <laughs> yeah. And waits for her to leave. And what's weird is the people that come get her yeah. are in beekeeper suits. Yeah. I'm like... Is this the Royal Guard's uniform? Yeah, it's like the Crimson uh, Stormtrooper. The Crimson Guard. (laughs) Yeah, this Crimson Stormtrooper guys from uh, Empire. And uh, he goes in there. He, like, breaks in. Yeah, Yeah, he he does more illegal stuff than they do. Except, you know, they do murder. But he still breaks and enter, assault, uh, uh, search warrants. We'll get to the assault later. That's great. Um, (laughs) But he walks into this room, and it's... And it's like a lab, and all we see are jars of fetuses. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, and it's just like, why is she keeping jars of fetuses? I don't know. Maybe they were all boys. I was thinking that, too. Men are slaves on this island, obviously. Basically, yeah. Um, they're, they're the, they're they're the drones. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, if you look at it from a honeybee situation, they're definitely drones. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we just figured out the movie, guys. explains i was like why are they calling him a drone right now i get it man i'm dumb yeah last night you're like why are they doing that i'm like (laughs) oh i don't know so um it comes out that they blame rowan for a bad harvest that's the story and that she's still alive but they're gonna burn her because of this ritual book that he looks at and it's like yeah. Even the picture that they show of somebody being burned at the stake looks exactly like the stake that Rowan is tied to near the end of the movie. Okay, so I think it was around this time. It might not have been. I don't I got have extensive notes. What are you looking for? The 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 scene where he like runs away from the bees and he keeps running into <laughs> the beehives. Let's see here. When did that happen? Cuz it happened after he met Dr. Moss and right when he meets uh, uh, the so, matriarch. So. Summer's Isle. That's the. Yeah, I know. This is Rose. This is where Willow says that it's not Rowan in the, the grave and the crypt. Um, and they blame her. Then Edward goes, He is the father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Takes her to her room. She went to the market, blah, blah. Looks down, sees Rowan under the boardwalk. Yeah, we're way Dr. past that. Dr. Moss. Weird beekeeper suits. Oh, yeah. We found out that the young woman's chosen for fertility and then burned. Yes. Um, and they don't take pictures of the fertility uh No, that's ritual. sacred. Yeah. So we get... He, he goes in, gets the picture. Then he, he goes to confront... Willow. Confrontation and make... Oh, yes. Then he goes to to confront Willow, and then they make out, which was really awkward. Yeah. And I was like, people don't kiss like that. No. Um, and if they do, they're doing it wrong. And then he walks right into a bee colony from That's here. what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, that whole Willow thing happens. Um, 
and then like he he confronts her and says oh you know she's alive mm-hmm. so why'd you say she was dead you know kind of thing and she's like let's make love or some dumb crap it's like weird. that um yeah so he's just walking along blindly apparently walks into this uh beehive and of course all these bees are riled up so they start chasing him and he starts running and he's running into a bee colony like a whole thing so he would have been fine if he would have stayed calm yeah yeah it's weird when people panic when they see a bee now as someone who is allergic to bees i can understand being frightened of them but if i would have walked terrified stiff yeah if i would have walked into that i would have stopped and i wouldn't have been moving and i've been like i'm gonna die in this position because i'm like i'm not moving that's dumb i've had allergic reactions to bees it's okay great great (laughs) you have ptsd i get it (laughs) so so he keeps running and running and running. He passes out because he's been stung, maybe. He's been stung quite a few times. And he should have been dead. And that's the thing, too. There's no evidence that you can see on him that he's been stung. On his arms. His arms weren't a jacket. They would not have been stung. His I don't neck, care. His <laughs> neck and face were what, and possibly his hands would have been stung. Yeah. There should have been at least marks, red marks on him. Yeah. Nothing. And so then he wakes up in in Sister Summer's yeah. home. And Dr. Moss is treating her, treating, treating him. him. He goes, did you use my EpiPen? And she goes, no, I did it the old way. And I'm like, I don't understand what, does that, what mean? that is. Like, you see the three bumps on his arm. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Maybe it was like, I know that they used to inoculate people by like... Uh, a, a, a stick, a sharp stick. They would just dip it in the thing and just stab you with it. We saw it on the Nick. Oh, yeah. So That is weird. All right. He meets Sister Dates. Summer's Isle. Summer's Isle. Why can't I remember that name? I don't know. It sounds like Summer's Eve. Yeah. So he meets Summer's Isle. She's an older lady played by Ellen Burstyn. And, uh, Who looks great with long hair. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just this woman she's very nice to him she's very kind to him they talk in front of a beehive and he keeps slapping bees off his neck yeah he slaps one on his neck i was like you should have been stung by that at one point he like even pulls his coat up over his ears and stuff and i'm like what is he doing why is he trying to protect himself but no do do you really think that she was being nice to him because she was not being nice yeah absolutely she was not being nice she could have been meaner she could have been but she was very condescending yeah and and you know kind of insulting to him too i could see that they talk about a bunch of crap that doesn't even matter really he threatens her kind of backhandedly threatens her yeah and then she gets mean she kind of backhandedly (laughs) threatens him and that's all we ever really see of her until near the end of the movie. We see her one more time. Yeah. In that's bed. That's what I say. No. Yeah, in, in the bed. It's So from here... Uh, he digs up the body. Or he digs yeah, up what he, he thinks gets, is the body. He gets permission to exhume the grave. Yeah, from Summer's Isle. Yes. And he digs up a doll with a burned face. The and same doll. And it looks doll. like the same doll from the beginning of the movie. Dun, dun, dun. 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 So anyway... We didn't even plan that, guys. That was awesome. <laughs> and uh, he goes to this crypt because he hears a crying voice. Yeah. And we heard earlier that the crypt is flooded and that's why it's not used. And that's why they bury buried her or whatever. And 
he goes down there and of course yeah he hears the crying the crying stops and he looks down and he sees this water under this grate so he pulls the grate and dives in now this is dead body water and i'm not i'm not <laughs> gonna swim in dead body water it was very clear for yeah he's swimming with his eyes open he has something now it doesn't matter no it doesn't matter <laughs> things things go south from here uh somebody locks him down in there a beekeeper suit girl yeah i can only assume is lily sobieski probably um because she is a nothing in this show other than she seems like she's supposed to be more important yeah and he stays there all night he even goes to sleep at one point holding on to that grate there's no way yeah he did he did though i know but there's just you drown i know that you wouldn't sleep i know that you know that you'd go in and out of consciousness um but eventually willow saves him yeah she just happens to know to go look there yeah uh, he has the uh, red sweater of Rowan's, and it even has Rowan's name on it. He's been floating and holding on to this grate for probably twelve hours. For a long time, and he probably manages to like pull five. himself out of the wa- out of the area, the water. Yeah, I'm like eh, eh, you're gonna be exhausted. Yeah, and so yeah, he uh, he has a- another interaction with Willow that makes no damn sense. Willow acts like she's got memory loss. Yeah. And then this is when things go to 11. No, they go to about 15 here. He already went to 11. Um, he, grabs, he ramps it up. He grabs the, uh, the doll and he goes, how did this get burned? How did it 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 get burned? It's just I want to see a meme with him with like a steak, a burnt steak. How did it get burned? How did it get burned? there. Yeah. Or, it's or like the Gordon like, Ramsay ones. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, there's several memes that come from a Nicolas Cage movie. You could just name a Nicolas Cage movie, and there's probably a meme. You know, I've seen some from his character in Con Air. Definitely from Kiss of the Vampire. Definitely from The Wicker Man. You know, definitely from Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this guy, when he's on set, he just chews the scenery. <laughs> Step away from the bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he threatens uh who was it that was rose right yeah it was rose yeah uh he meets up with her and he's like rose is clearly on her way to the festival yeah because the festival's happening now yes and they're, everybody's wearing masks uh-huh except for summer's isle who paints her face half black and half white blue blue okay it's like it's half like black half blue. the moon and the sun yeah and and so they're doing their dances and stuff while we're watching Nicolas Cage go insane. Uh-huh. Um, he breaks into that one house with the Well, the he draws a gun woman. on Rose, steals yes. her bike, mm-hmm. goes to this house, breaks into this house, and like, what the hell does like, he do? He kicks the door in. Yeah, he kicks he the door He could have just tried the door, but no, there's no locks. No, no. He can't do that because he's Nicolas freaking Cage. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's like, what? You want me just so, to turn the so, knob? How about if I just kick the door? Is that okay? I'm gonna do that then. <laughs> so, uh, the, he encounters the the woman and her daughter, and the daughter is wearing a mask. It's like, take off the mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was dumb. Uh-huh. Uh And so he's like talking to. He's scaring the crap out of these two women. And then he goes to this closet, opens up the closet, and a body falls from the closet onto the floor. And, sh- and he looks shocked. And I think you even gasped. 
and she turns around and they all start laughing at uh-huh. him and like what the hell just happened <laughs> have they been planning this did they know this was going to happen I know specifically this is odd. It, yeah it just it makes no sense goes to another place uh Lots and, of kids. and looks around yeah kids he's just threatening kids and he frightening starts them. taking their masks yeah. off you know because he's still looking for rowan yeah he thinks now is the time that rowan is going to be burned right and it is it is um and so then he goes to uh uh sister beach's cottage oh, yeah. of hell <laughs> and he goes up the stairs and he looks around like stuff's gone or whatever and he starts walking slowly down the stairs and oh earlier they they were talking about her dressing up as a bear Mm -hmm. because she's fat and bears are fat well they had to let her costume out again yeah so they're making fun of her being fat yeah and she's like don't worry it's a little snug but i'm gonna burn you next no she doesn't say (laughs) so he walks slowly down she says some offhand comment to him and he punches her straight up in the face. Cold cock. Knocked her the F out. Yeah. And, and uh, quite frankly, I laughed. Liter- yeah. <laughs> literally, you can see Smokey just standing over the body going, you just got knocked the F out. <laughs> you know, something like that. And then Lily Sobieski's character, I'm never going to say her name right, so S- Just me. call her Sister Honey. Cause sister, yeah. So Sister Honey comes down. <laughs> She oh, attacks him. That's a sexy name. Sister Honey. So she attacks yeah, him. Yeah, she attacks him. He roundhouse kicks her in the head. Something. Kicks her into yeah. the, the all the pictures on the wall, which uh-huh. is like ceiling to floor yeah. pictures. Like yeah. who goes over and like, I like pictures, you know, I don't mind if they're a little high up, but like eyesight, eye contact, you know, that's usually where you keep pictures. This is their this ritual is floor wall, to ceiling. Though. I know. It's floor to, who looks down and goes, Oh, that person was uh, last year's. No, it's just weird. Uh, I, the wall didn't bother me. It made sense. So she smashes and she's knocked out. Yes. And they, he puts they on, make sure to show her eyes roll a couple yeah. times too. He puts on the bear outfit and decides to go to this ritual. Of course. Um, He catches up with Willow at some point. Yes. And I don't know how you can tell anybody apart in this place. Everybody's wearing masks and a Pretty much the same costume. But it's funny. He had told her to go home and stay there. Yeah. And so he asked her why she didn't stay home. And she goes, I have to go. Yeah. And it's like, ding, 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 ing. No, not for him. <laughs> Nicholas, Nicholas Cage's character in this movie never follows up any question with another question. He's a terrible cop. Yeah. No wonder he never made detective. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, so... They they see Rowan. She's tied to a stake. And he punches more women, by the way. Yeah. Like, lots of women get punched right around here. Like, <laughs> they get just punched. <laughs> and he runs up there, saves little Rowan. They run to the bay. They get in a boat. They, they sail back to Washington. And they live happily ever after. The end. No. No, none of that happened. He did untie her. He did untie and, her. They and ran, ran off into the off woods. into the woods, but they must have made a full circle around the damn thing because she starts running ahead of him and he starts chasing her. Well, at one point, his phone cell phone rings. Yeah, you know, and he's like, "Help, help!" You know, and, and nobody's on there nobody's because on it there. got cut off. Yeah, but I'm wondering, did he get an initial connection because he knew who it was? I don't know. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. But yeah, this movie doesn't make. 
broad stroke. No. Yeah, I mean. But yeah, Rowan does start to run ahead, and yeah. he's like, "Where are you? Where are you running to?" Yeah, and so he's chasing her, and she runs she right into her mother's arms, and she goes, "Did I do it right, mommy?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Yes, you did." And this is when things go from. 15 i guess to 37 yeah because <laughs> uh, on a scale of one to ten this is a 37 yeah but he starts click making clicking noises in his brain because things are starting to fall into place that didn't make sense the whole movie because he never asked a friggin' follow-up question they explain to him they spoon feed it to him oh yeah um and people are unmasking themselves and you see his cop friend is there. Mm-hmm. The woman who was in the car and her daughter are there. Yeah. It's been a setup since then. No, it's been a setup since Willow left the island yeah. to get a man to come here and become the Wicker Man. Right. So they surround him. He fights him off. He tries. Yeah. And uh, they overpower him. And instead of like showing us the scenes, they just had like voiceover of him saying these crazy things yeah he's like oh you broke my leg yeah it's very odd oh my other leg is now broke no not the bees not the bees and having having seen uh everything wrong with the wicker man before yeah uh we were like something's odd yeah because we didn't see the bee scene or the torture scene no um and we heard it as they 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 showed the scene of them walking up yeah, we to could the wicker hear, man yeah, and then they dub the it. But yeah, I was like, why did they do it like that? It was so weird. But and maybe what, that was to keep their PG-13 it rating. Is, it is. Um, there was no real blood in this movie. So they could have kept PG-13 even with that. Even with him saying the F word uh, at one time. Did he? Yeah, he said it one time. I don't remember. And uh, they could have kept PG-13. I mean, I've seen bloodier movies oh, yeah. than this at PG-13 in the early 2000s. So... We could have really gone a full gamut here. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we didn't see was they put some logs up. They put his legs over the logs. They smash his legs with uh, sledgehammers. Um, then they kind of set him up, put like this wicker funnel on his head mm-hmm. and pour bees down in it. And they're getting in his eyes. And this is a famous meme, too. I mean, it's like, ah, oh, my eyes. It's in my eye. It's in my eye. <laughs> you know? And he's just going full on Nick Cage. Right. In fact, he even says that in the Spider-Verse uh, d- uh, yes. documentary thing. Yes. He's like, he's like, so uh, do you want me to say it like this? And they're like, no, we want you to kind of up it a notch. He goes, oh, you want me to go full Nick Cage? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? So he knows it's a thing. Right. But the next thing, he's in like one of those tarp bags. Yes. And they're taking him to this giant wicker so, statue. Right before that, though, uh, with the bees, should have killed him. He looks like he's unconscious. And Dr. Moss gives him an EpiPen there. Yeah. That's not how neck. that's not how that works, by the way. There's no. no he he had been stung so many times, he he's he's dead. You would have needed more than I one. I would have been dead if I was stung that many times. Yeah. So yeah. But they kept him alive. Yeah, she's like, we need you alive. And, and I was like, why would you do that then? And they hoist <laughs> him up to the head of this uh, wicker man inside the head. Uh-huh. And then they have his daughter with a torch go over and burn him alive. Yeah. By the way, there's also other kind of livestock. This is a whole burnt offering thing. Yeah. And they burn him alive. 
The head comes down, it's fully on fire, comes down, crashes to the ground, then credits roll. This is a movie about a cop who met a woman who is looking for her daughter. So he goes to this island and stays. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. Slightly into the credits, we get a six months later. Yeah. Yeah. Six months later, and it's Willow and uh, Sister Honey sitting at a bar. And uh, who happens to be there but Jason Ritter and James friggin' Franco. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go and they talk him up. And and so James Franco just graduated the police academy. Yeah. And Lily is going to be uh, the pursuer this time. Yes. So it's just this vicious circle of things that go on of like weird coincidences that you have to force to be coincidences to happen to have them go out to this island instead of calling the local authorities to find out what's going on. Yeah, it's odd. So overall, what do you think of the movie? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. No, it's not a bad movie. In fact... On uh, on our television, the the movie looks really beautiful. It looks good, yeah. Um, it's Very clear, pretty. crisp. Everything is the, nice the looking. The scenery was done really well. Like the the bee colony area, yeah. Having the paths be in a honeycomb shape yeah. was brilliant. Yeah, I that like that. Shapes. Um, I think some of the acting could have been better, of course. Yeah, but overall, I mean. I've seen worse. Nicolas Cage is gone. I like the movie enough. I'd watch it again. Yeah. Nicolas Cage has gone on credit saying that this is meant to be a black comedy. Oh. And that you're supposed to laugh at it. Interesting. Um, Christopher Lee hates this movie or hated this movie. Uh He's he's no longer alive. Yes. So there's no hate in his heart. He didn't appreciate the remake of his movie. Yeah. He hated it. Um, it. It's not. It's not as good as the original is what I've always heard. Mm -hmm. And after seeing this one, I'm thinking uh, I need to see the original. So I think in a couple months, maybe we'll find an original copy and we'll do the Wicker Man 1973 because this one's going to be titled the Wicker Man 2006. And I don't know what the title is going to be yet. How did it get burned? (laughs) How did it get burned? How did it get burned? But step away from the bike. (laughs) Yeah. Step away from the bike. (laughs) Um, yeah, there's some good ones in this one. Yeah, it's full of weird one-liners. And so, yeah, the, the, it's shot beautifully. Mm-hmm. It looks expensive. The music is suspenseful. Mm-hmm. Um, the and acting is blah. The music reminded me of a TV movie. Yeah. Like, made for TV. Okay. Eh. You didn't like it? I didn't like the music as well. Okay. Great. I just felt that there's it, no popular it, songs in this movie at all. No, it's all no. orchestrated music. Yeah, um, I just felt like it kind of made it feel cheaper. Yeah, they they the the credits uh, thanked Johnny Ramone. Yes, and I think I read it was because uh, he was friends with Nicolas Cage. Oh, so interesting. And came up with the idea of him doing the Wicker Man. Huh. Yeah. Um, Liam Neeson was also in the running to be uh, Mr. Malice. Oh, yeah, that would have been interesting. It would have been actually. a completely different movie. I think he's more subdued in his acting style. He he does pensive real well. Yeah. Um, I mean, the most over th- over the top thing I've ever seen Liam Neeson do uh, was probably Dark Man. 
So would if he would have done this, would this have been his first Taken movie? Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Definitely. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have a special set of skills. <laughs> um, who is your favorite character in this movie? Um, I, I actually really liked Sister Beach. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm going with Sister Peach. <laughs> Beach. Uh, she was... She reminded me of like a Kathy Bates type. Yeah. Yeah, very um, much. I get that vibe off of her. In fact, it feels like it should have been Kathy Bates. She's a much better actress than this movie even yeah. shows. Yeah. Um, and she should be in more stuff as a lead. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and if she's not, that's that's sad. Yeah. Um, she's not classically beautiful, no. but she's pretty. Yeah. Least liked character. <laughs> um honestly i really hated willow yeah i wasn't a fan of hers at all but i'm gonna go with uh the little twin girls that make fun of him oh yeah because they're jerks they're supposed to be i don't like those little twin yeah. girls yeah i you know phallic symbol phallic symbol phallic symbol <laughs> what why did they do that because they were directed to do it yeah I, I did a little extra reading on IMDb. This movie was panned by critics. Um, it does have a cult following. That's why we're even doing this movie because uh, it has a cult following and we do cult following movies. Um, we don't necessarily have to like the movie. Um, and, and I probably would watch this movie again just to have it on in the background. Yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't watch the movie for, you know... It's cinematic genius. No. This is not Scarface. No, the story is not good enough for that. No. Um, Which makes me want to read the original. Yeah, I think I'd like to read the original as well. Or at least watch the original movie. I didn't look to see what the budget was on this movie or how much money this movie made. I know this movie lost a lot of money. And I know this movie had a bloated budget. Yeah, it Um, had to. It was probably shot in like... Probably Washington, Canada, Canada, something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know anything about all that because I didn't do my research. Uh, but I can guarantee you that I know it lost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So for that, um, that's all we have for the Wicker Man. Okay. Is there anything out in the movies that you want to see right now? I know we talked about Rocket Man. I do want to see Rocket Man. And I kind of want to see Brightburn. I want to see that one as well. That's the one with the the, the evil kid. Superboy, yeah. basically. Yeah, I want to see that. Um, there's um, this movie that came on Netflix, China's highest grossing movie. Yeah. The The Wandering Earth. Yeah. I've heard good and bad. I've heard mixed reviews on that as well. And I'm interested in the story, though. Really? Like they, the the sun is imploding, and they build all these engines to push the Earth out of the solar system and part of the plot is that as they're passing jupiter jupiter's gravity tries to grab them and so they have to try and get back out of that as well and i'm like this makes possibly none of it would make sense because if you're unless you've made a protective ozone layer basically yeah for for to trap in heat yeah to to keep the atmosphere in frozen to death you you, you'd kill everybody just moving them half an inch yeah so um i'm interested to see what this movie is because it made a buttload of money overseas really 
And Netflix apparently did not really promote the movie over here. No. So that makes me think it's not a great movie. But it could be a hidden Netflix, gem. Netflix is terrible at promoting themselves. Yeah. Like Santa Clarita Diet is a good quirky comedy and they never promoted it. Not really. Um, um, and they've canceled it. Yeah. I guess they canceled it on a cliffhanger. Great. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah, because we, we haven't finished it. Maybe they'll make a movie out of it to finish it off. I don't know. Uh, I read something recently about Disney Plus is going to take off all their shows from Netflix soon. Obviously, yeah. So. They're going to run. Their, their contract was only for two years. Uh-huh. So their contract is coming up. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to sign another contract. Oh, no. And people that get upset about their favorite movies not being on Netflix, I'm sorry. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah. And it might actually bolster uh, uh, digital sales yeah. of movies if they're not available on a, a streaming service like yeah, this. Yeah, I, I don't mind having digital movies now. I used to. I always wanted that hard copy, but... We're moving into a streaming age oh, where yeah. we, just, we could just stream a movie mm -hmm. and we don't need all the extra whiz bangs and whatnot uh, for that. And you it know, takes they, up less space on the wall. Yeah. 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 I mean, if if we owned as many movies as we've seen. Um, we couldn't sit in this room. Yeah, this would be a full room. <laughs> all right. So we're going to put up another poll maybe on Facebook. Two movies. We'll see who wants to watch movie A or movie B. So check back on our Facebook wall. And uh, that should be up around, I guess, Tuesday. Okay. Um, we'll watch the movie Wednesday. Record Thursday. <laughs> Busy week. Yeah. Um, so anyway, thank you for listening. You can subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we're on SoundCloud. You can follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Funtime Movie Hour. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. Thanks for listening and go watch a movie.